Scabbins Audio. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association Voted the Todd Glass Show number one So welcome to the show Oh, wow. Woo! I just ate a lot of mashed potatoes. How are you? They're so good. Even instant mashed potatoes. Well, that's what I ate. Whipped the living daylights out of them with a little butter, a little salt and pepper, and then just, you gotta whip, they just gotta, that's what, and then eat them. The, I'll eat any type of mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Hey, you got some mashed potatoes? I will eat any type and love them, and I've had creamy mashed potatoes that are so good. Although I will say this. When I get freshly, like, you know, when the, you whip them and then you put them right on the table. Like, that's how I know a few people that do it, like, that are fanatical about having fluffy mashed potatoes. It's got to be, like, you can't make them two hours before, but that's the way I do it. Because I can't make them right as people get there. I'd be too nervous doing other shit. But just for myself, even, I'm never going to make them whipped. Meaning, like, from fresh potatoes and then whip them and put them on the table. I'm never going to do that because I'm too lazy. But they every time someone does it, they're very good. Very, very good. All right, now we got that out of the way. You know, I talk about in the podcast today to not to try not to shame people that are trying. First, I said if they're in the public eye, it's, you know, I'm saying, you'll hear me talk about it on the show today, that I said if, you know, if you're in the public eye, maybe. But even then, like, I just, I don't know, in a time, it's sometimes scary to put yourself out there and, so I talk about that on the show, so I'll leave that there. But here's what I will add to it. I wish there was like a foundation. Sometimes a few foundations put themselves to a cause. And in essence, they speak for the cause. You know, a, a well, there's, you know, and it's helpful that, you know, because I, I wasn't sure about that. Like with certain movements, is it just like the Me Too movement even? I thought, wait, is that... Is that is there an organization now, or is that just and it, yeah, and it wasn't. It, it is. There's, I'm 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 a little high right now. Not that that's an excuse, but you understand the gist of what I'm saying. So I I wish I could find out what they were, that are maybe speaking for what's going on right now. I know there's Black Lives Matters, and I know that there's uh, uh, that that definitely is. Um, I was gonna say Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, but that's not that's different. But anyway, so whatever they are, and then send these emails as or tweets to them and say, "What's your response?" Basically, is this 
okay, we get it. It's, it could be perceived as this, or we get, maybe it's, but what, and because if they say, no, you, we do not want to be frowning or, or mocking, or even though it's tempting, and maybe behind closed doors, you do whatever you want. Maybe you doubt someone, you might go, but because you might stop some, you might stop, oh, I already talked about this in the podcast, why it's bad. I, I just want to concentrate now on, so if there is something like that, you send the, you send them to them, whether it's, you know, most of the time it would be a tweet, an Instagram, a TikTok, whatever, whatever gets your hoo-ha and your hoo-hoo. Um, and then maybe they respond, and I'd like to see how they would respond. Because if they say, no, we, we can't be anybody that reaches out. Let's not, let's not make fun of anybody or mock anybody or shame anybody. It's just... And then they send that, and then I retweet that, or whatever format it is, or they do on their platform. Well, then you're doing it just because you want to do it, and it's fun. But the cause already asked you not to. Someone that speaks for the cause amongst many people, I know, it's, there's, there's thousands of people, but you know what I mean? When they say no, then now you're just doing it for yourself because it's fun. You're, you, and that's okay, do whatever you want. And I know that sounds facetious, but I don't. But as long as you, if someone goes, hey, do you help, they think that helps the cause, that when you shame that person, you can go, oh no, they or, that organization actually responded to that and they said no. So I know they don't want it, it's for me. I know it doesn't help the cause. It's just for me. Oh, that that's fine. You know, um, but just know, don't try to do it in the name of the cause. And and some people might be going, I wasn't. But I think it's better if you say, well, yeah, I would like to think I'm helping the cause. And then the proper answer is, yeah, they're saying, I noticed. Because at one point, they don't even have to respond to every single tweet. It's the essence of them. And then the word gets out. Yeah, let's not do this. I just hate to see someone, and I'm including myself in that, you know, so maybe I'm, I am speaking for myself, but I'm a big boy, I can handle myself. It's these other people I gotta worry about, they might get upset. I'm kidding. It's me and then them, then him, then her, and then look at them. All right, here's the show. I got that off my my mind, I had to spend five minutes and 20 seconds doing that. Well, we also talked about mashed potatoes. Today's show, it's me. And, uh, wow, there's some fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's only me and I say there's fun stuff. Ian Carmel tweeted that, uh, well, now I'm forgetting his name. He said he's a blank race. He's Ben Shapiro is like a racist kazoo. And boy, did I take that and fly with it on today's show. Yes, it involved a kazoo and playing audio of him. Boom! Now you have to guess what it is. <clears throat> All right, everybody. Enjoy the show. It was fun. It was fun. It was this. I think I got really silly. I'm, like I said, I get more and more comfortable every week. By the time I get real comfortable, the, they'll be back in the studio. Of course, we're starting to think about that. Like, what will be the first thing? I would imagine uh, Aristotle or you know, uh, would be somebody or, uh, or, uh, it will be a drummer one night. See, it might not be Aristotle. It might not. It depends what's going on. But, uh, when will I be able to maybe welcome one person back? Maybe JJ will come back with his trumpet. All right. That's the point. Uh, so enjoy the show and I got to go cause I'm doing Duncan, 
Strauss's Duncan Strauss, Duncan Carey, and John Brand Wagner do a. I think it's on. You know, I'm not sure of the format that it's on, but it's John Brand Wagner, and um, Duncan Carey. You know, friend of the show, aka Johnny Colorado, and uh, they do something every single day since the quarantine. So, whatever format that is, I'm doing that soon. Well. Pretty much right after I'm done this. And yes, I have a mohawk to George Carlin. Why not? I just didn't shave the sides yet. But it's like four inches high. It's a solo Todd Glass show. The only guest is the host. And Todd is the host. Is it your birthday? It's your birthday. Look, some people say they don't care when it's their birthday, and I'm like that. But when it becomes my birthday, what you're saying is, if I could use my birthday to get a little extra love, okay, I'll, I'll maybe I maybe I maybe I care. It's my birthday, so it's all right if you care. It's your birthday. Plus, there's a pandemic going on, and maybe you're by yourself and you need a little extra love. So later, I'm gonna sing happy birthday to you. Oh, am I going to sing happy birthday to you? You don't, you, you don't know what you're in for. But let's start out. Let, let, take this in with me. I love this song. You know when you hear a new song and you can't get enough of it? Just lighthearted, silly song. I can't get enough of this song. Just remember there's a doobie in my pocket in my shirt in my suitcase as I'm standing in line to check into my flight and I'm trying to decide if I should get out of line but the line is really long and I start thinking about this song and about the hippie at the festival that gave me the doobie You're gonna love me. I'm gonna let this song breathe because sometimes when I start to play it I don't but let's Listen to it together. To George Carlin, I'm sitting here. I'm taking it in with you. It'll just put you in a good mood. And by the way, only I would try to squeeze this together. But if you're going through sobriety, this is a celebration of that. Remember when you had the doobie in your body? You got arrested. The next thing you know, you got in jail. That's not your life anymore, is it? I never want to romance marijuana. but So this is for the people celebrating sobriety. And anybody that just wants to be in a silly mood. But I can't get enough of this song. Take it in with me. And then on the other side of this song, we'll talk. That is in my pocket, in my shirt. That's in my suitcase that I'm planning on checking to my final destination. Which is another festival with hippies and more doobies. So I don't really need the one that is Extra caffeine so that he can walk his miles and miles of 
gonna be a fun night. Just, just everything's gonna be fun tonight. Key change, but the suitcase never came, and I start to go insane. You must know I'm dancing all over the place to George Carlin, and I'm feeling as silly as I can all by myself. But I got you with me. Oh, look who's picking up the drumstick. How you feeling now? Why, oh, that was fun. I, I'm going to say I needed that. Like, I didn't plan on doing that. So, now the drummer is leaving. Now the drummer is leaving. You can leave those over there. Oh, yeah, I need one drumstick. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. You seem like a nice, seem like a nice guy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh my God, he just left. I'm going nuts. You can't be in the room with. I mean, it's just, uh, it's the same thing every single day. Ah! I thought you were gonna come back, and I was gonna like get, you know, like, oh, uh, I'm talking about somebody else. Alrighty. How you doing? Da ba do 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 do. I just remember there's a doobie in my pocket, in my shirt, in my suitcase as I'm standing in line to check Got to do do do. Maybe I should go and then I do what I just do. There's a doobie in my pocket, and I can't I went to dance at do do, and I did do da da do do. There's a doobie in my pocket, and I can't get you. And I do that do 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 do. Ba 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 ba. Da 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 da. Doobie. Oh, Joe McKenzie made me a loop. Ah, yeah. Here we go. I was going to Helium, and it's hard. Even it's hard to do this. I thought I could do it. There's a doobie in my pocket, and a hoo-hoo-ha-ha-hee-hee, and a boom-bum-bang-bang-boom-boom, and a hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hee-hee. That's what I could do. Is there any market for that? 
hoop. And then I went to Booby Bobby and I strip pop 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 booby and I flip flop 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 blooby and I boop pop 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 booby and I move my mama doobie and I hoop up all my movie. Todd, this is the best show you've ever done. We love you out here in uh, wherever we're from. I forget. There's a doobie in my pocket and I think I left my shirt on and I have to talk up and down. If I don't, it won't fit. So there's actually more work than you think to do a song like this. It's gotta fit with the rhythm. Ba boopy, boppy, boopy. Da 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 doo doo. So thank you, Joe McKenzie. I appreciate your very being. You are a good person, and I even like everybody you know, cause they seem very special. Everybody I meet through you ends up being as cool as you. I guess it's cause the common denominator is you, and Lauren ain't so bad. Joe McKenzie, how you doing? Alrighty. How you doing? Don't worry, I'm gonna keep it light. I'm going to send a little message. <laughs> I'm going to say a little something towards try not as people, because you never know who is tweeting something. Like I, Sometimes I'll tweet something, and then I find out, oh, is that not a good thing? I thought that was good. And you learn, and then you feel, and then you think, oh, I mean, I'm not tweeting anything anymore. I'm talking, especially when it comes to what's going on right now uh, with, the, uh, with the protests and the uh, riot and, the, uh, and, all the, and, and even the looting. It's all great. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a woman that Pat Oswalt tweeted, and she's and she is amazing at breaking everything down. But breaking it down for people that understand it, but they just need a little help. But they really want a little help. If you want help to understand it, because sometimes I don't understand it. I don't think part of being supportive means you always have to act like you understand it. I didn't know what defunding the police department meant at first. You know. But my friend Lynn explained a little bit of it. Lynn, sure, yeah. He, just one little aspect of it. And then I go, oh, okay. Because, like, what do you, what do you, like, I, I, there's a lot of cops that are lawyers. At least it seemed that to, to me when I used to do ride-alongs. It seemed like, oh, yeah, you know, somebody, I have to get up early tomorrow. I have my school or whatever. A lot of, a lot of, but they don't have a lot of, like, now you would still need a gun. You would still need to be a police officer. But what if there was a police officer that, that was good in child development? Now, he'd have to be good in all the other things, too, but that was his expertise. So, like, sometimes when they're frisking somebody, they have to call on a woman cop because it's just more comfortable uh, as, as, as we are in these, as, you know, as, as today. Maybe down the road, things will change and everyone will be just whoever they want to be and no one will care who's checking them. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but um, so maybe it would be like they're at a school. There is a, a 11-year-old kid. He is extremely aggressive. An 11-year-old kid can be, but what do you have going? You know, if, if they're not available, what do you do? But they check. They go, hey, and then that, because the, not everybody on the force can have that degree, but when it's necessary. And it's cool when somebody, not cool, when somebody has a shit ton of power and they're trained to be empathetic and understanding, so it's doable. It's not just crazy. It's not like we're going to, we can make some really serious change. And it's not like, uh, you take a weekend course online. No, no, no. This is a uh, what's a, what's a degree like that? That's that's a lot of hard work, right? So stuff like that. I started to understand it, but that's I want to understand it. 
So, uh, but I wanted to say, try not to shame anybody if they're trying, because you never know who you're you're making scared to do anything. It's 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 scary to be, to it's even it's scary to be positive too. Sometimes it's scary to be positive. You're bearing your soul. Sometimes I don't want to retweet something because I look like I'm just trying to get in on it. When it when, not not only this, but in the past, and I'm like, oh no, I wanna. I want, I want to just show my support that I don't that I don't agree with that. So whatever, there's been a lot of things over the years. You know, you want to throw some love somebody's way, and your way of doing that is supporting the person that might have. So I just retweet. Oh, I'll retweet. Now I just do whatever Patton does. I follow him. I find him an amazing moral compass. It doesn't mean he's always right, and it doesn't mean I wouldn't question him. <coughs> but if I see something, I go, wait, is this good or bad? But don't shame anybody. It, you're, you're safer erring on the side of so what? A few people will say things that you think are vampid or not trying and that's all they're going to do. And they slip in and they don't get picked on. But what about all the people that don't get picked on that will go on to do better things? So really try not. And I know you may think, well, what do you mean shaming them? I saw a few people. I, I, I get it, though. I do get it. You know, but, but, you know, that's all you're going to do. But just, just be careful of that. Just be weary. If you think it's necessary do it but just you know uh, and by the way today's going to be so short the opening because i'm in a silly mood we're going to sing happy birthday it's all going to be great um i wanted to uh talk about one thing i i wanted to do this online for a while like these two minute sort of I, i'm maybe i should speak for myself it sounds like i was because uh, what I was saying when I go, don't shame anybody, I saw somebody, and I'm using the word shame, but like, you know, make fun of someone that, that was trying to be positive, but you presumed it to be vampid and shallow. Look, if they're, if they're in the public eye, if you want to do it to Nancy Pelosi, okay. But I'm not saying you should. By the way, I swear to God I'm not. To George Carr, I'm not. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just talking when you don't know who it is and you don't know their past and you just, they could be just trying and then you make them so... It happened to me, but no one shamed me. They just said, oh, by the way, yeah, I want to be very clear. N nobody, if they would, I'd be honest about it. But no one, no one made fun of me or no one shamed me. Even having someone say, I'm normally with Todd Glass, but I'm wondering why he's retweeting this. And I was like, oh, well, did I, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but I wanted to do these one or two minute, I'd, minute, let me finish a sentence. That's what I'm trying to get better at. I wanted to do like one or two minute rants, I call them rants, on YouTube, put them up on YouTube, of course, but Instagram, uh, Twitter, and I have TikTok on my phone. I, you know what? I bet by the end of next week, I got to get comfortable with it. Because like I said, I don't mind not doing it. I don't mind, it might not be my thing, but I don't want to just not do it because I never gave it a shot. It might be fun. It might go, you know what? I thought I made, uh, like a lot of comedians were making fun of TikTok, um, but uh I like it. So, uh, but I wanted to do these because I thought, you know, on the podcast I go for an hour or two hours, and, you know, I wanted to grab people that don't want to listen to a two-hour podcast. And that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try one right now to, to keep it short, respectful, and I'll give you a sample of something that I think, uh, uh, I might have talked about it on the show before, but I'll say it clean, I'll say it precise with new perspective, that... 
first thing is, no matter what you're going to talk about, like I'm saying in this case with what I'm going to talk about, or I imagine you with your families, hey, I get it. There's still certain people. I get it. I put this through the mill, whatever I tell you to do. Who in my family would I try it with? And who, oh, I could, exa- I could guess exactly the way they would react. And that I don't necessarily do. I don't. I don't do it with that person. Not necessarily. I don't do it because I know it won't go well. But I have upped the ante in the last two weeks with conversations with family. And two situations went really well. And I was on really good behavior. I was, you know what I mean? I wasn't yelling. I was like, hey, can, can, I, can, I, can I run something by you? And, and um, normally I wouldn't bring it up. And, uh, but I think a good thing to do for, for the people that's right is to say this. And I'm saying it into the canyon. That's my expression for when I'm talking to the podcast, may pretending whoever it's going into. But I recommend you do something like it. And this is just the preamble to the shorter thing that I'm going to talk about. And it is, I think when you discuss this with people, you have to say, look, we can, you know, have disagreement here on, on, on the outcome and why this is happening. And by the way, this would work good for any issue that's happened over the last, over your lifetime. But it, this is what's on the table now. But and I'm not being facetious. Like, do you want to hear the opposing view or why you be careful with your words? You know, not bullshit with your words, but sometimes there's a way to say something right that doesn't sound snarky. Because if you say it's snarky, it's just the same. If you go, um, what you know, um, why I say why maybe that you're a little that you're you're an intelligent person, but you're a little off on this. I could probably even figure out how to say it better than that. Whatever the issue is that I want to give someone the opposing view, are you open to think that there's another side to this? And if you're not, with, honestly, with no sarcasm at all, then just tell me that and lead with something you're not willing to hear the opposing view. You just be honest with people. You, make, you made your decision. And, I, you know, I'll give you a decision. If somebody doesn't, um, it could be they don't believe. I could go absurd or I could go realistic. You know, if someone didn't believe in gay marriage. Or interracial marriaging. No, I, I, I've made my decision on that. And I've made my decision on that. That is the difference between how you got to your decision. Did you get to your decision by just, ha- you know, by, by just having a feeling and just hanging out with other people that are going to nurture that feeling? Or did you go to other people that really understand this and study it and can, you know, and if you came to an opinion, I do have things like that in my life. I really do. Now, I'll tell you what one of mine is. Hitting kids. And, I, and the reason I didn't want to say it is because I didn't want to lose people. You know, people that are good parents. But, you know, but, yeah, I don't, I, I, if you said to me, hey, do you want to hear why I think you should hit kids? I would go, 20 years ago, I, I needed to and I did. Because you can't come to a conclusion, no matter how sure you are about it, unless you listen to the opposing view. And I really did. I listened to podcasts. I would listen to people talk about it. And it was overwhelmingly that, uh, you know, zero. But I don't want to get in the way of my point. Please, you just list whatever yours is. This is not the point right now for you to go, oh, I should email Todd about that. Because I have a, you know, I'm just saying that. If you, um, 
you have th- I would I would say that. So so I'm saying I have mine. You you won't be a bad person if you go. I don't want to hear. Like let's say it has to do with the riots and why they're happening and what's and, and talking about the the the, the uh, protesters versus the rioters versus the looters and and by the way I kept saying systemic racism. I realized I was saying it wrong. I, I know it's so hard. You know my heart's in the right place, but I keep saying it wrong. Systemic racism last week. So. Yeah, just just say you don't want to learn with what's going on right now. Do you want to hear the? Do you want to hear, you know, how your version of you know you're like you know everybody in our circles is like no the guy who put his knee on his, but it's so much more complex than that. And when you're getting into that conversation with someone on a very specific topic, let's say it's trying to explain to somebody white privilege. And again, maybe we should come up. It, it's it sounds accusatory, but. If you say it differently, maybe it's not. You know, no matter what word you gave it, if you say it accusatory, it's not going to change. I think it's the tone. But so I would say to somebody, if they, if I go, can I, can I give you a shot? And I did this with two people. Can, can I, um, like, at first I said, if you don't want to hear it, please, I, I won't judge you. Like, and, and then I told them what mine was, that I wouldn't want to hear the opposing side. You know, so I gave him one to say, no, no, I'm, I'm being, I would, there's some things I have. I don't want to hear the opposing side. If that's yours, just tell me and I won't bother you with it. Um, and, of course, in these two situations, that's why I picked them. Even though I would have let it go a year ago, because they were saying some things on the phone like three days before. I let it go and then I called them back. Just a lot of misunderstanding on how this goes down, which I don't need to get into now. It's not the point of this. And I'm glad that I caught myself. So um, I said, can, can I have a conversation with you? Do you have time? Okay, because if it's not a good time, you know, I really preface it right. I said, um, and then I asked that, do, do you want to hear the opposing view? And, and of course, they, they said, yes, 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 yes. And it ended up that one of the people, which was a family member, was closer to my side, much closer to my side, which made me feel good because I have an ally where I'm calling. <laughs> And I should tell you, no, I don't need to tell you. I was going to say that the, the person that I was having the conversation with is a good person. Like, it's not, they're not like this, you know, you know, a lot of times you think, oh, if they're saying, have, they have this misinformation about that, I bet they're against gay marriage. No, it's not always like that. It's not always like that. And uh, they said, yes, I, I uh, yeah, they, they were open to it. And even if they weren't, that's a good way to get them to say, I didn't corner you into this. I didn't, if you don't want to, I even led with one of mine. So I'm saying, I'm the, I, there's things I wouldn't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about it. I made my decision. You lead with one of yours. Try to think of something. Even if you have to go way back, whatever you have to go to grab onto to give them an example. Try not to go back to something too old. That's what I, tr- I do. I end up going back to something that's like from 60 years ago. But try to pick something current. But if you need something from, you know. Um... And uh, so, and this is what the conversation became. And by the way, I was saying I'm going to try to do these two-minute things on YouTube, and you're like, Todd, this is 20 minutes already. I'm going to have it condensed. I'm going to say the first thing. I'm going to get it down. I'm going to say about finding out if they want to hear it. Boom, I'll get that down quick. It's going to be 30 seconds. Then I'll say, okay, well, here it is. I think there's some moments in life where we all would like to believe that if we had 
something in our head or we under we had understanding of something that if somebody really clean and made it make sense it doesn't mean every time it means when that person comes along and tries to explain something that you understand one way but it's another way if they do it clean in those situations would you like to believe that you could change your opinion and i think most people would say yes of course and I'd like to believe it, that I can r unravel a thought I've had if enough logic and it made sense was put in front of me. I said, well, to be incredibly honest with you, half the time I don't explain myself well, but the other half I think I do. And I think this is one of those times. I'm going to try to explain to you uh, white privilege as simple as I can, and this will be your opportunity, I think, to sort of see if you can unravel something you had thought. No one is mad at you for being white. And no one is like, you know when your shoulders go up, you go, I wasn't around then. I wasn't around then. But I think it would be, this is what the conversation I had, uh, if you had 15 fire extinguishers, I tried to make it realistic. You have 15 fire extinguishers, Whatever the reason, there's some people that know that you have them, and there's a fire down the street, and they knock on your door and they say, could we use your 15 fire extinguisher? Could you help us, could you help us put out this fire? Now, you're probably one step ahead of me here. You, you're, you're most likely not going to go, but, but I didn't start the fire. Yeah, we know. We know. We know you didn't start the fire, but you have fire extinguishers. You can help us put it out. And that's all. Like, maybe we should come up with another word for it, but how about if we don't? How about if maybe you just go, maybe... I the one who I'm the one who got defensive. That that's all it's saying is use your you just coincidentally were born white, but use it to be an ally. Use it to help put out the fire. Just like you would with your fire extinguishers. Because when they knocked on your door to use your fire extinguishers, the difference there is you'd know they weren't blaming it on you. I get the difference, but that's what you do have to apply to this. Nobody's blaming it on you. You heard a phrase. It sounded accusatory. All we're saying is you happen to have some fire extinguishers. Can you help us put out this fire? And yes, this is the part where maybe I'm being a little bit of a, of a, a little cocky is to say if that didn't bend your ear. You know what my new fr favorite phrase is? Not change your opinion. Oh, my God, I'm completely wrong. But if it didn't bend your ear, then I... I don't think we could discuss this stuff anymore because I don't know a cleaner way to say it. And this is what I'll end with. My friend Lynn Shore said something very interesting. He goes, you know, Todd, I was really proud. I have like sort of two groups of friends. You know, you have family, you have your, and my, my job, and then you have your, uh, you have your um, family, your job, and then you have, he goes, a lot of friends I've made in, the, in being in the business, you know, the, uh, the entertainment business. All different, all different affects, all different, levels of it you know us doing a live show together him him doing a show you know plays and shows that he put up on uh, on the, in new york and broadway and so he's been all he goes i'm really proud of those people from that area from that ass uh, that part of my life he goes because i've noticed on youtube there is a different sentiment now this doesn't make lynn an authority on it but he does have a son uh from he does have a son who is black and so he's you know, this isn't all new to him, what, what, the world, what that part of the world is like, you know. And 
he said, I noticed in the entertainment world, people are really trying. And that's why we, I, had, I said that thing about not shaming people. He goes, they're saying, like, if we're going after the group that they're, you can't go after the hardcore. They're not changeable. But amongst, amongst us that thought we were doing a pretty good job, that's, we're the ones that have to get better. And he goes, and there's a sentiment of that in many ways on the Internet. Uh, on my Facebook, from from my friends in the entertainment business, I look at what they're posting, and hey, if you if you if you have a short short tension span that's not even over three minutes, watch this. You it'll get a grip on this, and and then all these things that that they're passing around, and he goes amongst my family, and the people that go, you know, we love. I don't want to give too. You know, we know. You know, we love. You know, uh, blah blah blah. Their kid's name. You know, I'm trying to not to get too. Um, this is family member that knows that their son is black and they're they're trying to tell him no this is not about that like you know we love Solomon so doesn't that prove that we couldn't be racist and but you can say everything you want but one thing he made very clear we are not disagreeing about this because you've listened to podcasts uh, f uh pass things around on Facebook that could help you understand it and you did that, even if you did that, if we were going to grade you on how much you read or listened to a podcast or whatever it was, we're going to grade you. Even if you got a C, that'd probably be, Lynn was saying, that'd be incredible, a C. A C, I'd hug you and kiss you. But he'd be pushing a fail because a fail could mean you at least tried. He goes, now listen, you could say whatever you want, but I'm looking at the Facebook, and I see zero. And when he says zero, Todd, if it was one, I would say one. One thing. Oh, my Uncle Boo Boo sent it over to, and he did do one thing that was sort of, hey, if you want to, but no, no, zero. And I think that's powerful in a calm way to tell, even in an email, to say, I just want to let you know that we don't, and, and, and explain it to them, you know, say, hey, look, I notice you're uh, in, in this part of my world. Be honest. Tell, tell you know, in a, in a Facebook post to that part of your family, not one person. So anyway. Uh, there you go. And the reason I told you that is because I thought, what if somebody does have somebody in their family that wants to understand what is white privilege? I thought that's a good way to explain it. The, uh, you have fire extinguishers. So maybe you have that. And the short way was saying, before you do that, ask them if they want to hear it. That's the shortest way I can say that. Yeah, just before, check in in your own words. I'm not asking you to read a, you know, do a line read from what I said. But before you do the fire engine theory, go, you know, just be honest with me. Lead with an example from something you have made your decision on. And um, even if they're overwhelmingly always going to say they want to hear it, I know that no one's going to go, no, I made my decision because they know that doesn't sound right. No one wants to say, I'm tired, I don't want to learn. But it's still important to ask. And there you go. Wow. It's fun stuff, you know. <laughs> it's fun stuff. Yeah.
There's a doobie in my pocket and I wanna get a hoo-hoo And I got on the Amtrak and I left my plane in my pocket And my baggage was in the thing and now I went up to get a sandwich And then I came back and I thought that the guy that took the ticket I thought he had some dog but it ended up it wasn't It was just a guy with a dog who had a service animal So I didn't think that be before he smelled my pot, you know how you doing? Are you listening? Are you there? Are you? Are you with me? There's a in Hold on, I'm trying to fix something here. Be patient. Well, everybody, it's time to start the show. Yeah, I, you know, I know I, lately I'm starting to get the feel a little more. You do, you know, you're like, what are we doing today? What did I promise people? You know, my new me, I'm very much, I, 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 I know that I have a ship to run, you know. So I know what we got to do. And I know, of course I didn't forget. Happy birthday, you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, you little fuck. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to, happy birthday to you, 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 Happy birthday to you. You feel good? Good, 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 good. You do? Oh, my glasses. I got to take them off because then I get a headache. Here we go. Let me take a sip of my drink. fan on me there's a doobie in my pocket and I when I get my hands I said I'll send it to your mommy and I walk into you so I don't really need the one that is in the pocket of my shirt and my suitcase and I wonder if I'll find it I do be in my pocket and I get to do 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 I got sent a song in, and don't worry, I got some other good stuff coming up too. <laughs> um, hold on, I got sent a song in, which I really liked. Hmm. Hold on, why, why can't I figure it out? There we go, that's why I couldn't figure it out. All right, so I got to send us in a song. I got sent in this song. 
you know. And um, a few songs. I know it's your anniversary, Ben. We'll get to you later. Oh, shut the fuck up. Can you believe it? Ben's just shit in his pants, literally. Not like a joke, like I've said it many times. Ben, you sent me in the Brian Regan song. We'll play it later. I love it. I love it. He, he's going to love it. I texted it to him today, but I don't know if he got it yet because he didn't respond. Fuck Brian Regan. <laughs> uh, but I really like this song, and it was just... And then I read the comments. You know, sometimes it helps to understand, like, oh, they go, well, the song is whatever you take out of it. But there's no doubt by reading the comments that a lot of people that are going through sobriety or having difficult times right now uh, definitely seemed to really help a lot of people when I read the comments on the song. I, I just loved it. It was like just, um, just, just, just a sweet song. Megan? That's right. Don't go anywhere. It is year ten. And I'm a baby again. I'm listening with you. I'm listening with you. Beautiful. I'm right here with you.
That's a really beautiful song. I could play it again. I played it 10 times, 15 times since you sent it to me. And uh, for so many reasons, for so many reasons. And uh, I will take some time, which I haven't in a while to say that I mentioned it in a funny way before about people that are going through sobriety or whatever you're going through. Like, I'm, you know, I love you if that's what you are going through. I'm proud of you if you're going through that. You know what I mean. It's, it's you know, it, it, the, these are scary times. But my friend that's right all the time, Troy Conrad, he made me feel better. It's we're gonna we're gonna it's gonna get better and it's gonna get really fucking better. And I think that's what I'm holding on to. Like it's gonna return to normal. Yeah, look, it's going to. But and then look, you can't be a, a an optimist, a daily optimist. You know, if you want to consider yourself an optimist, you don't have to, by the way. Some people say I think I'm a pessimist. I try. So you don't have to, cons- but if you go, no, no, I'm an optimist, then that you can't be a daily, I mean, you could do whatever you want, but I don't think when you say you're an optimist, it doesn't mean, oh, am I going to, you know, when it's, it's topical optimist, like, you know, am, uh, uh, is that, is that um, you know, you're hoping for something in life. Oh, I got that job or, you know, or, you know, you wish a friend is going to visit you and they, they're g- coming now. Oh, I was, pot- you know, I'm holding on to hope. But I think a true optimist is a hop, an optimist about the planet. And can it get better? It doesn't mean it definitely has to, but can it? Can you have hope? Are you afraid to say you have hope? Are you afraid if it doesn't go right, you'll look... But I think Troy is right. And uh, I'm, I'm positive about it. I don't know what I'm talking about. I was just lying. Tried to act like... Oh, I know. I know so much. <laughs> I'm going to share something with you that I think is really it was really helpful to me. You know, y- as the weeks go on, sometimes you're going to have feelings that you don't you know what I mean? Uh, look, this is my guess at it. You don't know why you're having them. Sometimes you're in a funk, you know why you're in a funk. You get it? My job, this, that, my parents, my family, my girlfriend, my brother, my sister, my significant other, me, where what a you're in a fun, you, you know, other times you're like, well, everything is clean with that and that's organized. It's just because sometimes I think, sometimes, not to marginalize how complex it is, sometimes it can be, we're miss, it depends how, you know, you are, how your, your isolation is going. Some people are lucky enough to isolate with a, maybe a group of people, some people are, you know, but if you're, for a lot of us, we're missing human contact and, uh. I did something the other night. This is, I just think, clean and tangible that will really help you. I knew it was going to be nice, but I didn't know it was going to be this nice. So I was talking to my friend Steve and Danielle Finearts. I don't know if she's going to take his name, but Steve and Danielle. And he goes, let's do hot wash towel, hot washcloths. And I've talked about it on the show before. Like, we, you get them, you, the, you have to use really hot water or put them in the microwave. I'm just repeating it in case anyone hasn't listened to the rest of the show and this inspires them. I want to send them off in the right direction. So excuse me for repeating it. But, yeah, if you just take boiling hot water from the tap, I mean, even if you have hot tap water and you squeeze it, it seems like it has a very short shelf life. Like 30 seconds later, you bring it over to somebody, and it's not that hot. So I usually hot from the tea kettle, or you put it in the microwave, you sort of, you learn, oh, that was too hot, or that was perfect. You give it to people, it's too hot. 
So they did it on their end, a hot town. I knew it was going to be nice. I knew it was going to feel good to me. That's not what surprised me. And they did it on their end, and we did it on their end. Wow, thank you. Oh, my God. Whew. That's pretty good. So here's what I just got. It's a a service. They bring it to you. I, you know those things you put around your neck? And I'll get back to my story about the hot washcloths. I know, I know I'm diverted here, but this is better. Um, you know those things you put in the microwave? They're, they're, they have, like, sometimes they have, like, things. Some, some people that home make them have uh, corn inside. And, uh, and then they have, it's like a satchel around it or whatever. Or a, uh, and, th- and, and, and then you put it in the microwave and it stays hot. You wrap it around your neck. Some people hand make. You know, they make little ones. I know my friend's mom made him one. And then, uh, so this is just one you bu- I bought, and you put it in the microwave, it gets really hot, and then, you know, it's really nice, especially in the cold, or you put it around your neck, and it's nice and hot, and it stays hot for, like, like 15 minutes. It's, like, really nice. You would think, oh, it stays hot for about three minutes. But I learned you could also put it in the freezer. And I set a timer, and uh, like I said, a friend of mine, his brother, but her sister, her niece came over, so they brought it out to me. Just now, to George Carlin, they just brought it out to me. And it's around my neck. And also a beer. I don't drink beer. Maybe I drink, uh, you know, two beers a month that was in the freezer. And this cold thing's around my neck. First, I didn't want to go to canned beer because I'm so into aesthetics. And bottled beer looks better in the refrigerator. But now... I'm learning there's a lot, there's some canned beer now. I'm just used to it. Stella? Is that what Stella? Yeah, that's a good looking can. Fix your cans, people. People, make better cans or you're going to go out of business. Why is it important to use cans instead of straw? What? What are you saying? Why is it important to use cans? Why? Oh, because cans are better at recycling. That's why. That's a, you're right. I should, I should answer that. That's why you want to use cans. They're fully recyclable. Glass they can recycle, but not to the, um, it's not as, it's not as uh, efficient forever. Yeah, a, a can can recycle and recycle and recycle and recycle. I know my shit. This is just shit I know. I just know this stuff. This isn't the type of stuff you have to be taught. This is just stuff any moron knows. <laughs> We didn't even decide what we're doing for dinner. Just do, just, we'll think of something. Bye. Ugh. He's driving me crazy. I mean, they are. <laughs> okay, now I'm back alone. Boy, this thing was nice. Whoo, just for like putting it around my neck for three minutes. It just really like brought the temperature down even more for me so the hot washcloth i really want you to try this with somebody on facetime i already have to look i'm saying for myself as if good as facetime feels you can find yourself just putting it off it still takes work you still got to look you know you want to look okay you turn on the camera just get it dark the darker you have it if that's what you're paranoid about i know people that are paranoid I, I, I've had a friend, I, my sister-in-law, I call her, she goes, oh, I, I, you know, and I got, she goes, I don't look good. 
And I get it. Like, you want to look good if you're turning on the camera. And then she doesn't, doesn't think she looks good. She looks fine, by the way. But then she has the lights so bright. I'm like, wait, you haven't put that to, like, what? Put on a hat and turn the lights out and just be funky with the other person. Don't let what you look like get in the way of it. I, I, it's not like I'm saying, oh, don't worry about what you look like. I'm not saying that. I get it. I'm just saying lower the lights. Throw on a hat. But we do the hot washcloth. I'm, I'm asking you to do this. And like I said, I knew it was going to feel good. That wasn't like I was like, I can't believe it feels good. No, I've been, I'm, I, I know it feels good. But I realized why I became very emotional for a short, you know, you just have a, a burst of emotion. And where I, it overwhelmed me. And even to the point when I went to say it to uh, Steve and Danielle and uh, my girlfriend's brother, I, my lips started to quiver, you know, when you get a little bit like emotional and you, you can't. And it's because I hadn't felt that type of connection with a, uh, with a human being except one, <laughs> you know, your friends. There's, a, there's you know, a, a, that type of close connection with friends that was that close until that second. We were both experiencing hot towels together. And I knew that they were experiencing, and they went, oh. And I went, oh. Because we just were doing the same thing. So, you know, the reactions might vary a little, but they were pretty close. And we both... And I, and I ordered uh, four or five, I think it came in. It. After that, it inspired me to order five incense. Not incense, I'm sorry. Like, uh, you know, you get it, it smells like lavender or spearmint. They're little essential oils. And I got five, and I sent them to their house. Because I think it might be really fun, even if we don't do the hot wash, or we just do this after it, let's smell spearmint together. Wow. And... I think it would really help because I always think, oh, we're going to be able to social, you know, I think, you know, I think, oh, down the road, the testing will, but for now, this, this is for right this second, you know, so I recommend you do it. Okay. Wow. I got to tell you, I really love what Lynn said. I'm going to repeat it about noticing certain groups of his friends are passing around. Hey, here's... Because I think you make the other person look like the one that is... They always make everybody else look like what the feelings that they're having. It's like, are you afraid to say you don't want to know? Because that'll make you look like... Are you afraid to say... Because it seems like it. I have this fantasy of saying to someone like that and have... Or do you think it would make you look bad to go, I don't want to really hear, listen to a thing about Black Lives Matter. I don't, I, don't, I, I know you said it, it was, it's only eight minutes, but I don't, I don't really want to listen to something about something I don't even think is real, something I think is blown out of proportion. I'm going to hear it, and, and, you, and you feel that's, you, you won't look good saying that. You would look better saying that. Is that what the, what's going on? You're afraid to go, I don't want to learn. Because you're saying you want to learn. Like most of those people would go, no, I, uh, what's the opposing view? No. Look, it's human instinct to say that. I'm not wrong for guessing that most people, if you said, do you want to learn about that issue? Do you want to see a li- do you want to hear an eight minute podcast that this guy or girl or person really explains this or that? Or do you want, it's, it's a two minute 
can you look at a two-minute thing? And, and, you, and you don't want to say no because you think it'll make you look, well, but it wouldn't make you look bad because it seems like it, and that's when Lynn's observation comes in so close. Oh, no, no, no. When I've asked you, you've always said, sure, I'll listen. I mean, you know, I'm not, you, even if you posed it to someone, I know you can have strong beliefs, but do you want to hear? Do you want to listen to a little documentary? Do you want to see this three-minute little cartoon someone made that I feel really explains it? It might change your view. No, most of you, yeah, yes, yes, you know. But what Lynn says is, I've been watching from afar, and you, you don't, you don't, I'm not, I'm not nitpicking. It's not like a few things went around and I'm going, it should be double, zero. Are you telling me that I should learn that zero, you guys passing around little things that help you understand what's going on better, that zero percent of it getting passed around is enough? How do you sell me on that? And I think some people are intelligent enough if you hit them with that to go, I have been watching from afar. Please take a deep breath before you answer me. What you think will make you look intolerant will make you make sense. But I've been watching from afar. Nothing. And to me why you're not cornering them is because you're going, maybe you think I'm being passive aggressive, and I don't think I am, but maybe I am. I I'll tell you what it is, and then you can decide. I would respect them more if they go, I've made my decision D but don't don't just say it because, you, you know, and then I waste my time with you. So I love it. I love it. And I hope you use that in a nice, non-aggressive way uh, with. Uh, with somebody you need to use it with. How you doing, everybody? Uh, let's come on. Let's 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 have fun. Hey, come on! It's your birthday. It's a night. Oh, what a night. Mm, it was a kiss. Oh, it was a kiss. It was, it really was such a kiss. How she could kiss. Oh, ba, 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 it was ba, really was such a kiss. Da, da, oh, da, 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 Yeah, that was me singing the whole time. You heard it. <laughs> oh, everybody. How you doing? I'm going to take a sip of my cold beer. Wow. Oh, wow. 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 
only because I think it's that important. so it's not so sensitive. Remember Sensitive? I talked to him the other day. From the original, he's the one that originally did the board. Then after Sensitive, it went to um, Chris Burden. Chris Burden probably did it. I don't know who did it the longest amount. Probably Chris Burden, I'm going to guess. Uh, and then on to, obviously, after Chris Burden to... Uh, Aaron for a short period. Chris Burden to Aaron. No, no, Chris Burden to Jake Adams. Then Jake Adams to Aaron for a short period. And then John Bermwag. I don't even remember what I'm doing. Uh, oh, I know what I'm doing. So, uh, who sent... Ben, is it you? <laughs> oh, I'm doing it all myself. Ben, is it you? Yes, Ben, it is you. You sent... Is your anniversary with your wife? Your significant other? I think it's your wife. Are you kidding me? Happy anniversary. Okay, I want you to both get... Turn it. Are the lights in your house dark, Ben? Are they dark? And by the way, if you're not Ben, just picture how much fun it would be for Ben. At least I presume it would be. If I was listening to a podcast and then all of a sudden they're talking directly to me. So I wish I knew your, your, your um, significant other's name. But, but, I'm, but I got you. You're, you're in my heart. Names are bullshit. Names are for losers. We're, we have an energy that that clings us together. Ben sent me the coolest. I'm going to play it in a second. Uh, it has to do with Brian Regan. And he took a song, and you know that song? Hey! I didn't do it great, but it's great. I loved it. I loved it. And then I found out it's his anniversary. Happy... Happy... 
happy anniversary to you happy anniversary anniversary happy anniversary to Anniversary. Okay. 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 How am I doing, everybody? I appreciate the emails. Been getting some nice emails. They help. They really do. I appreciate them. I do. I always appreciate them, but extra now. I know you're thinking, am I going to read them? I do. I read them. You know what? I normally read them, and I'm about to have an elliptical machine right here at my house pretty soon. That's when I read them. That's what helps me keep up on them is that I have a time, I really, when I'm on the treadmill, I put my phone in front of me, and uh, that's when I can read all the emails. And most people, all I ask is that you don't make them too long just because of the way, but you don't have to make them too short either, but just don't, you know. Uh, sometimes I get it, it's hard to express yourself. Uh, I read every single one of them. Sometimes I get backed up three weeks, but that's about it. So I will return it. It's like the turnaround is, somebody just sent me an email. Oh, I, I'm glad I remembered this. I should have talked about it up front. You sent me an email to George Carr, and this is true, that was very personal about your life. And I want to, I, I don't, and it was also about uh, you being, um, about your sexuality. And I only got one. In this in this period right now, just one about this about this, and I went to respond to you with some good questions for you, and it got returned. Maybe because you were uncomfortable, you 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 set up a email account just to send it. Didn't think I would return it. If it's you, I, I uh, let me know because you said um, I almost want to say something you said because it was funny. You you said you know who you are. If you're like, oh, wait, I just sent them one. It's you. And I will respond to you. Okay? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Take another sip. Wow. Are we doing good? Are we doing good? I think we are. I, love, I do love Brian Regan, though. 
Ben, you know it. Wait, here it comes. That's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about when there's one ba, 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 you know, ba, monologue, ba, like at three o'clock in the morning. What are they doing? I think they just went on a porch at that hour and just go. Wait, is that picture with me and you? Oh no, that's Jets Flip Schultz. Hey Ben, don't think just because you put my pictures in there, that's the only reason I'm watching it. But it does have me. Oh my god, I love this. I love it. Wouldn't it be weird if people were like that for no reason? Like if some guy went out on his porch at 3 in the morning, nobody knows him. I went to dog bark at 3 o'clock in the morning in the neighborhood. What is that all about? Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Right? There you go. There you go. So thank you, Ben. Happy anniversary. Did I do enough? I mean, I want you to feel like on cloud 900. Are you on cloud 900? Are you? I mean, I want you to be like just you. I want you and your, uh, I, I'm pretty sure you said girlfriend. Uh, I want you to just have a crazy good night. Okay? Whatever you got to do. I mean, just really be nice to each other. You know what I mean? Whatever you, uh, whatever your thing is, just you know, soak it in.
There's a hoo-hoo in my pocket and a hoo-hoo in my boo-boo and a bing-bang up my bang-bang and a bing-bing in the boom-boom and a hoo-hoo and a hoo-hoo and a hee-hee-hee-hee-hee and a hee-hee-hee and a hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. How-ho-ho. Ho. Let's start calling some people. You want to call people? That'd be fun, right? We do it every week. I just want to, sometimes I'm just in the mood to listen to some fun songs. Look at this. It's like Stevie Wonder and Tom Jones. Good song. Like a long, lonely stream, I keep running toward the dream. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I'll fill in for Tom Jones. Like a brand new balloon and a goo ga ga ga. Moving on, moving on. No oh boy, back to you, Stevie. Actually, a good song for the time. I'll do Tom's part. I'll do Tom's part. We can have a contest to see if you notice when it's me. Moving on, moving on. What's a fun show? I think that's what people are angry about. At least what I've heard. I'm going to call Steve Fine Arts, and I'm going to tell him to listen to explain why I call. I call him because it's fun for me because I know he gets uncomfortable to talk on the podcast. And that brings me pure joy. Not, not pure joy. That's what I want. I don't want someone that's like, nah, 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 nah. Call Steve Fine Arts. Okay, you're on the podcast. I just want to let you know. Oh, boy. I got to get ready. Right. No. Steve, right. can I... <laughs> <laughs> you to pop myself up. Come on. No. Can I tell you what I just told everybody before I called you to George Carlin? 
I go, why do I want to call Steve Feinart so much? I'll tell you why. Because he's the best guest. Because he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to do it. He's afraid he's not interesting. He's afraid he's not funny. He's afraid. But, but, but he is. So, but, but because, because if, he, if he hams it up, then that's not good. It's good. You can be funny. Yeah, you know can, so I always want to call you because I know it makes you uncomfortable. Is that wrong? Well, I appreciate that. No, no, it's fine. Totally good. Totally. I just got done telling the story about when we did the hot washcloth, how it was better than just normal because it was the first time I'd experienced a sensation with a friend and uh, Dan, you and Danielle that, you know, that you have a sensation of, of you not in the same room, but you realize there's other things you can do to feel the same thing that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was great. I love that. We should do, we got to do that again. Nah, I'm too busy. <laughs> ah. Uh, well. Who, who else have you called? Nobody. You're the first. I just, oh, how long God. have I done? I've done an hour and 15 minutes. Just, we just listened to a, uh, Sammy Davis, no, 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 I'm sorry, uh, Tom Jones, and we listened to him do a duet with um, uh, Stevie Wonder, and it's so good. Uh, oh, that is so good. Oh, my God. You know, Stevie Wonder sat on a plane uh, behind me one time. He did? Where Where? where were you? Yeah. Wait, wasn't he in first class? I was in, yeah, I was in, I was in first class at one time. I don't oh, good. Go don't be shy. Morning. See already, you're like, I don't want people to think I towed around in first <laughs> no. class. I was, I think it was New York, and it was, it was maybe 2014 or 2015, and he was sitting behind me, and I just, I was just looking over my shoulder the whole time. It's, what he was eating, and what he was, what he was doing. I love you. Yeah, because you're, you want to know, and plus you're in the energy of someone, like, they're not just someone, because, like, I always say, I don't get starstruck, I get talent struck. Yes. So you have a legitimate reason for thinking that there's this oh, energy yeah. around you, and yeah. and you're in the the air of somebody who has put so much goodness out into the world through their music. And then I then I kicked his ass. <laughs> something about my. He said, he said I'm leaning my seat back. Yeah. Too far. He said just because I'm blind doesn't mean I don't know that you're putting your seat back, you fuck. No, I heard, and I hope this isn't true, speaking of, you know, of course, uh, Stevie Wonder, notorious blind actor, um, mm -hmm. that they used to say he was in. That's why I thought, oh, my God, maybe it's true. By the way, this is not true what I'm telling you right now. Um, but I thought, but I'll commit to it like it is. Someone told me that his, his old business manager, who he since fired, used to tell him he was in first class and he was in coach. So I thought... To just to pocket the money, just to pocket the money. But right, he goes, right. no, you guys, it, I, I, I know the size of seats. I know the feeling. I know what I'm being served. So it, it really backfired on his old manager. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I get that. What are you doing uh, tonight, Steve? Before I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go, but I just wanted to check in with you. What do you do? What are we you? Have, we have tacos. We have tacos that Danielle picked up from a taco truck on an hour ago. We're going to eat those. And then, uh... Hold on one sec. Vinny, you were right. They're not social distancing. Now I just tricked them. Now I called them. I started having a casual conversation. They're going to taco trucks. Now, they're not the people we want to start. You know when we said we're going to get to a point where we want to have some of our friends over that we know are social distancing in the same sort of realm we are? No. He just says it in passing. Oh, Danielle hooked up with the guy from the taco cart. 
I, I think that's what he said. Right, that bit's over. So let me tell you something. I'm jealous that you got just good taco cart tacos. Can I ask you a personal question? How many did you get each? We uh, so we got five tacos total, and then we got two molitos. Okay. Like uh, little quesadilla things, and and there's something called a consomme. It's called puria, oh. and you dip it in this uh, in this in this consomme. And you dip it in there. It's really good. It's like a spicy sauce. So good. Oh so my god, my mouth is watering. Can I'm gonna let you go enjoy it? Is it at the house now, or did Danielle not get back yet with it? So she's back. Well, go eat. Go eat. Hey, do me a favor. Run around the neighborhood. Who? We're going to take our pants off and run around the neighborhood. Tell Danielle if she wants to make me happy. I'll be doing the podcast for another hour. Call me even in 55 minutes and just say, hey, it's Danielle, and I want her to wish Ben and his girlfriend a happy anniversary. Okay. It's a guy. All right. Ben, Ben, he listens to the show, and him and his girlfriend are having an anniversary, and he sent me an... Yeah. That's wonderful. All right, cool. Sure, it's wonderful. I don't take it lightly. All right, listen, God bless. Enjoy your tacos. God bless. Bye. Thank you, bye. Wow. Oh, he's so fucking boring. Oh, my God, right? (laughs) I shouldn't even joke about that. To George Carr, and I'm being serious, because it, I can joke about anything, but if you know it's someone's insecurity and then you joke about it, there's eight billion other things I could joke about that Steve Finearts would not care. But why do I have to tread on the one? That's why I say that people like David Spade, the way he makes fun of him, because he knows what your insecurities are, and that's not what he makes fun of. I'm like, that's why. Someone once explained that about him. I go, well, I'd always love it so much when he makes fun of me. Um, and they said, that's what they said. I go, I bet that, yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Oh, it's all right to be quiet for a little while. Yeah, go look up that Tom Jones, Stevie Wonder medley. Just put Tom Jones, 1969. It's him and Stevie Wonder. It's sort of appropriate for the times, I think, if I'm understanding what the song's about. Was I right? I think I was right. No, no, not this part. I keep reaching to be free. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I think they hooked up. I said the same thing when I was watching him with Janice. Jo- I can't say it right. Janice Joplin. Oh, my God. Watch Tom Jones, Janice Joplin. And Stevie Wonder. And they're just, he had a TV show. He had some really cool people. You know he had good taste. I don't think Janis Joplin, maybe she was getting on every show, but. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, what, what do you, what type of mood are you in, right? Sometimes people, they, they're like, whatever happened to uh, the Italian kid? Is he still performing? I love this kid. I really do. I just want to find out his parents don't make him sing. But he loves Ray Charles. He looks like he's about 14. He has braces.
Come on, do the mess around. Sorry. Fuck Rory Scovel. They doing the mess around. Everybody doing the mess around. Now uh, when I say stop, don't you move a peg. Happy anniversary, Ben and and uh, and you you know you know you do boop ba ba. They doing the mess around. They doing the mess around. Everybody doing do the, the mess around. around. Everybody do the mess around And you talk about the room You know, uh, I don't want to make you take a break. I don't want to take a break, but I want to do this because it's something that Ian Carmel tweeted but I don't want to. I, I try to give Aristotle as little edits as he has, as little as I try to give Aristotle as few edits as I can. Think about what you say, Todd. I'm. Ver you notice I'm trying to make a. I I notice that I talk and that I do not finish sentences. And sometimes you figure out what I'm saying. Other times, and I hear it when I listen back to the show, and I go, Todd, you got to be very aware of that. That has nothing to do with not accepting you for who you are. It's just that's you. You can fix that. <laughs> so uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, so I'm gonna go get a. I have to get something. I, to be honest, I have to get a kazoo because, um, well, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. I'll tell you in a, a little bit. All right. But I'll give you a little something to listen to. You know what I think you would like to listen to? This. Am I right? I might be right. I never know what you're in the mood for, but you never know. I think you might like this. Now this band's gonna play from 91. Everybody here is gonna have some fun doing the mess around. Uh, doing the mess around. I love your version of Mess Around. Thank you for doing it. That was perfect timing. Boom! All right. So Ian Carmel, who is an old guest of the Todd Glass Show, who I love. I love him, and I love his social views. And uh, he's like a, you know, I like, I like him a lot, Ian Carmel. So... What am I looking for? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. So he said that uh, he sounds like... I want I, I probably lose it. But he said he sounds like a... Uh, 
a racist kazoo. Did he say racist? He probably didn't. But it was close. <laughs> Laughing at my own jokes. That's what somebody in a mental institution does. So the word out on the street is, when I stall like this, that no one has any idea it's because I'm looking for this thing that I want to play. That's the word out on the street. But I don't know if that's true or not. But that's the word out on the street. That is the word. Hold on. Hold on. I'm talking you through it. I thought I had it right here. Is this it? Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm just going to go get it on YouTube right now. Bear with me. I'm not editing this. I am not editing this. Uh, ben Shapiro. Here we go. We'll find him, everybody. We'll find him together. Ben Shapiro speech. There we go. So, uh, yeah, here we go. He says it sounds like a racist kazoo. It was, it was close enough. I'm close enough. But then I went back and listened to him. Look, I know. It's not... Ugh. I don't want to make fun of his voice, but it's so hard not to. You know? You know what? I'm going to say this before I play it, because it makes me feel more confident in making fun of him. You could say, well, he believes exactly what he believes, like you believe what you believe. But I refuse to let go of that I have some, I call them stats on my side. And I really do think, look, he's, he, 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 I get it. He can sometimes be very clean and precise with his opinion. But he does not have, and he has that on his side, and that he is well-read. But he does not have on his side, factually, not me just... Look, he is smart enough if you said, break it down, not this issue. Don't talk about what's at the table right now. Break it down. And I always say, there's something to the, you know, if somebody said to him, that's why I call detective therapist, somebody said to him, unisolated, what do you think basically is the yin and the yang of, without the individual, whether it's gay marriage or whether it's gun, you know, gun rights, and I think he'd be able to say, not, not unless he knew what you were going to do with the knowledge. That's why it's detective therapist. Because if, if people know what you're doing, they're not going to help you prove their point. So if they don't know why you're asking a question and you go, I think someone like him is brilliant enough and clean spoken enough to go, well, it's usually there's a group of people and some people want it to go this way and other people. That, that what's not on his side, that factually, if you look in the history, Always, even the extremists don't end up looking extreme down the road. So he's just, topically, yeah, we have to go at it. But if you pull back a little, mm, we've had this same argument before. It always involves change in an aggressively different way of thinking and thinking that things are getting worse as opposed to better. There. That's what it is. There's always a group. Some think it's getting worse. Some people think it's getting better. What is going on now makes it better. What is going on now is making it worse. And if you look back at the history, overwhelmingly, not just because I'm trying to talk myself into being right. Uh, God, I hope if one thing I've gotten when I was older that I wouldn't stack some facts in front of me 
to just make me look right. Oh, please tell me that's not who I am. I want to be the opposite of that, at least as I get older, to go, no, I have this. I felt so strongly about this. But so I think it is just, to me, overwhelming that the the it's a, there's a running through the 50s and 60s and 70s it always ends up being just the, 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 the status quo of, oh, yeah, of course. You never look at what causes were, what turns into movement, what turns into a movement. You know, I say to myself, what are the things that have turned into a movement? One person I'm not talking about, but it turned into a movement. List the ones, a big movement. A bowel movement. No, a big move. I had to make that joke. A big movement, and then years later. So, so that's why I say the stack, the odds are in my favor because history shows it's usually the group. They want this. Everyone else thinks no, and this is lunacy, and then, you know. So, but just to hear him be cocky, racist kazoo. To change, but that capacity to change is going to be limited by human nature. It's not infinite. You can't just change the economic system and people stop being people and then turn into new, wonderful people. There's this bizarre notion that's been impressed by people like Elizabeth Warren that as soon as you become a billionaire, you become evil, for example. And this is, this is weird because... They cut to somebody with a mega hat on. Loving it! But according to the left, if you got rid of billionaires, then everybody would be wonderful. As though everyone who's not billionaire is, is wonderful and everybody who's a billionaire is a jerk. That, of course, is not true. I know billionaires who are jerks. I know billionaires who are wonderful. I know poor people who are jerks and poor people who are wonderful. Human beings are good, humans are bad, and we're everything in between. Now, the left likes to pretend that it loves its science, but what much of what it terms science is not, in fact, science. So, for example, I was a political science major. For all of those who are political science majors, you are not learning actual science. You are mainly learning people's opinions and some bad sociology. The social sciences often do not meet the rigorous standards of science. But here's what the left really means. When they say that people on the right are science deniers, what they really mean is that science is anything that is not religion. Right? All of world knowledge separates into two categories. Religion and science. And so if it's not religion, it must be science. That's because people on the secular left tend to see religion as an obstacle to progress. Like all progress. And they're not just merely concerned with Galileo, who, by the way, was an ardent believer in the divine. They're concerned that religion acts as a sort of retrograde check on their ambitions to rewrite society, including the rewriting of fundamental societal truths. What do you think? Tell me if you want me to do it longer next week. I'm happy to do it. You can hear what he says in a fun way. Maybe it's a good way to hear what he thinks, because we do need to hear uninterrupted what people that disagree with us think. So maybe it lets us hear it. Email me. Should I let it breathe? But I'll play the kazoo, but I, I don't want to get in the way of what he's saying. I want to let him, you know, I, I'm serious. I want to let, but I'll play the kazoo. I need them because we're trying to make it bearable for people that don't agree. But I want you to, it's, it's not fair unless you can hear. I want you to hear what he's saying. Interrupted, but not so interrupted where you can't clearly understand his perspective. You know what I mean? Animus for religion is why many people on the left will routinely characterize science-based conservative positions as religious in nature. So, for example, if you say you're pro-life, very often you'll hear from people on the secular left that you're, you're only pro-life because you're religious. <laughs> the vast majority of people who are... Okay. I, I really want to repeat what I said. I don't think it's, well, they think that and you think that. I don't think I'm stacking it in my favor because I'm too ignorant to have an honest debate. 
So I just try to, to me, I can't get around it that it is, you know, he's, he's, and, and to me, the only way he could be right or people, and I've said this before, or people like him, the only way they could grab my ear if, and this is, this is valuable, I think, the only way someone like Ben Shapiro could grab my ear if he went, I get that this has been had before. And if you look at what would be perceived to be the same sort of arguments 20 years ago, I'd be on the wrong side. I get it, and I get it so much that I feel I should address it. Then other than that, you're not going to grab my ear. Even if I'm wrong, you have to go, no, I get it. You know, sometimes you say to a group of people that disagree, look, I disagree with you, but I get your concern, and that's how you grab them. You go, I understand. You get into their head, and you repeat what they're thinking, and that grabs your ear. He disagrees with me, but this, this person, he gets what I'm thinking. He just articulated, he articulated sort of better than me some of the feelings that I have inside of me. All right, you give it a listen. No, if, if so, but if you're not doing that, then you don't get it even. You would get the monstrous test on your ha half to think that who is usually right is now wrong. Because to me, that's what it comes down to. What usually who is right, overwhelmingly, that means if there's some cases where I'm not right, it does not demolish my stance whatsoever. Come on. If overwhelmingly, that if you had to narrow it down, what's going on? There's usually a, both. There's always two groups that think they're right. And the ones that are called ah, extremists, now you're like, Ugh. yeah. Now, if you're not acknowledging that, then I think I don't. I really think there's a disconnect with you that I can't give you any more of a listen. But if you acknowledge that, you have my ear, and I've never seen anyone lead with that in that situ when dealing with that topic. I have seen people in other situations go, listen, I know what you're thinking. Sometimes people say, I know what you're thinking, and they don't do too good of a job to getting in your head. But sometimes they do. Sometimes they do, and it buys them a lot. When you do it with your guts and you don't feel that way, you're trying to change their opinion, but you took a second to get into their head and, and go, I know it, I get what you're feeling, and if they do a good enough job, like I said before, even if you go, wow, they just sort of helped me express the way I feel better than I could, I got your ear. No, no, he's not doing that. Just, hey, same old conversation. Oh, the colleges today, you can't do anything anymore. You liberal, oh, really? Oh, my God, we've been down this path before. I don't know what time we started. I don't know. Hold on. Let me look. An hour and 38 minutes. I don't know why. You, you know, it's funny with podcasts. You never trust your instincts, what you want to hear. Also here, it is the left that refuses to acknowledge that <laughs> routinely suggest are utterly unworkable and ridiculous and do not accomplish anything like what they say they will accomplish. You also hear from the left that some people on the right deny Darwinian evolution. The broader problem for science is that we'll get to some individual issues in just a second. 
to deny the methodologies of science themselves. Most prominently, he determined that... Thank you, Ian Carmel, for uh, bringing for me being able to do this and bring it to the people. Let's call. I'm going to go to the bathroom. But again, I'm trying not to give. Oh, my God. God, have mercy on the soul. God. God. Hey. You with that da 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 do, a boo ba 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 do do do, and I love you so, and I always will, and yes I know how lonely life can be. Shadows hanging over me. I don't know the words. I'm sick of words. Words don't mean nothing. It's all bullshit. Is there anything else? What could I play? How about if I turn this sideways? Oh, you know what? Oh my God. I'm not, I know, are you, are you kidding me? You don't think I know? Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'll be right back. I have to go pee. It is year 10. And I'm a baby again. I need my friends. Like I did back then. To Hey, I'm going to cut right to the chase because of Brody. I I try to remember to say when you're feeling like thick and like just it's overwhelming and cornered, just I fucking beg of you to reach out, even if it's to somebody that anybody, you know, when you're there, maybe it's not now, but these words will be in your head when you are, when it's like, no, I am fucking cornered and this and I'm fucking at wit's end and I can't fucking take it. I I I fucking beg of you beg of you to fucking just 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 ask somebody. I I, I like for me. But well, you can't do it for me? 
I never asked for anything of you. How dare you? You fucking do it for me. Oh, your podcast is so great. Well, then fucking do what I say. I ain't, I'm sick of this shit. Huh? It is year 10 And I'm a baby again I need my friends Like I did back then To help me stand Oh my god, are you crying? You gotta play that song 20 times in a row. Play it. I bet many people have listened to that song 15 times in a row. I should start doing songs. I mean, that's where I really feel that I shine. You know, I always wonder what's next. Like if we listen to the next song, like that was that song. What's this? I am the wanderer's wandering dog. Okay, what's this? Nine-tenths of yesterday It seemed as if perhaps I'd gone insane What is it about you that has commandeered my brain? Maybe it's your awesome songs Maybe it's the way when I look at your face I can tell that you're not going to be stopping soon Or even slowing down And if we keep up this pace Pretty soon we'll know the name of Every kid and every grown-up Booking house shows in their town and if home is really where the heart is, then we're the smartest kids I know. Because wherever we are in this great big world, we'll never be more than a few hours from home. And that's important because I need to travel. I've had this itching in my shoes since I was just a little kid. And before I had a minivan, I rode the Greyhound bus. My mom would say, I hope someday you get paid for being Kimya Dawson. Wow. That um, is called My Roller Coaster. I just came upon it, and I hope I'm saying it right. K-I-M-Y-A, K-I-M-Y-A, D-A-W-S-O-N. And now there's you, understanding why I do the things I do. Knowing that you do them too makes me really happy on the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Like my love is making music with my friends, and I can't wait to get on the road again. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. 
Call Eric Olson. Here we go. I'm feeling lucky tonight. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Come on. It's all right. You know what? Let's prepare ourselves that he's not going to answer. That way we can have time to get just... It's the luck of the draw. That's all it is. It's probably because I call, call relatively the same time, you know. Call Blake Wexler. Calling Blake Wexler. Blake's always fun. He had a head transplant. I don't know if he's told everybody about it, but I'd like to talk to him about it. And uh, he looked great when I saw him. He really looked great. It's a different head, and but he, I know that uh, it was very beautiful when I saw him. I started to cry because it's it's Blake. It's one hundred percent Blake, but he has a different head. I don't know if it's a. I guess it's just Please somebody else that had. Oh, it sounds so desperate. Okay, let me let me leave him a message. Okay. Let me text him. Text Blake Wexler. Give him heads up. Okay, here we go. Blake, I told the audience about your head transplant. Can you call in real quick and explain it? Dot, dot, dot. I'm so happy for you. Okay. Hmm. Oh, I guess Sarah Silverman is texting me. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Wow. It's uh, time to go in for the close. I mean, I think this was a full show. Did we? Do you want to? You want to look up some? I'm always in the mood to do this. Let me check through the emails first. I know what I can go to close with. I think I did everything. Here's one Joe left on my machine today. I'll tell you it real quick. Joe McKenzie, everybody. Do you like factories? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Do you like cheesecake? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Then do you like the Cheesecake Factory? And in the real song, they're supposed to go, no, ugh. But here you're like, yeah, that sounds good. Do you like factories? Do you like cake? Yeah, but do you like them together? You think they're going to go, no. The factory and cake. Well, what do you think of the Cheesecake Factory? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So there's that. But I want to go to Joe McKenzie. Search his name. Joe McKenzie. Okay. Search. Comes, uh... Where... Hold on. 
Joe McKenzie. Search. Now, why is it not? What is going on? Electric? No, this is not. What is this? Let's see. Maybe, maybe it is a song. Cool. Nick Leepa was just going over the board with me, and he goes, do you want this Elvis song? And he was not joking. I can't help falling asleep. So can you make a song for him that's, oh, I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> if you don't mind, I hate to send you a voice memo. Go, wise men say, I can't help falling asleep, and then just start snoring. And that's the whole song. No, I don't know if Joe ever did that one. That's me leaving a message. I don't know how it was on the board, but I'm searching around his name, and it said, hey, Joe, it's Todd. Uh, and I thought for Nick Lipa, it was like, I can't help falling asleep on your show. And then it was just snoring. Hmm. I can't help falling in sleep I get back out on the road with my new trick. You hit a note. Like it hurt your side. That gives you a chance to re-get your breath and then come in with the you, you know, the you. Okay. Hold on. I'm not giving up on this this week. Okay, I'm going to my emails, which are ba-da-ba- Right over there? Is that my emails? No. No, 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 no. Not giving up. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Move aside, everybody. Uh, hold on. What's going on here? <whistles> okay, here we go. Oh, because there's not... I'm searching on a new search that we have, so it's not pulling up my old emails. That's why. So I'm doing a search... But it's not a, uh, it's just a search on a new app. that it, It's hard to explain. You probably understand it, maybe. But uh, I just want my old emails. Oh, how did I get those? Okay, hold on. YouTube. How about if we go to Joe McKenzie's page on YouTube? That might be more relevant. That might be better. No, I don't want to. Come on. Shush. Okay, here we go. Joe McKenzie. Show McKenzie. Did he change his name to Show McKenzie? That's a little ostentatious. And ostentatious. And speaking of ostentatious, how about Daniel Tosh? Joe McKenzie. Okay, there we go. Now search him. I think... What? What the hell? Joe McKenzie in Madison, Wisconsin? No. How could anything come up? There's not more than one Joe McKenzie. This is bullshit. It's Blake Wexler. Ha ha, I'm sorry, but I'm on a Zoom call. Can I call you back? I can't call you back until later. That's from Blake Wexler. Well, I'll just stall until you call in. Well, I'll just stall 
Cristo. No. There who you call in. Now I know Joe McKenzie has a page. So that's what why isn't that coming up? Jingle Joe, maybe he's got it under. Jingle Joe. Yeah, there's not two there might be two Joe McKenzies, but there's no two Jingle Joes. Well well fuck it. Okay, hold on. I'm not giving up. Not so quick. Not so quick, mister. Okay, so I'm trying to Okay. Well, I know what it is. I don't have my emails up on my iPad. I have a new thing that we just did to make it a little easier. That pulls up some of my emails, but not the history of them. So that's the problem. They're not... Okay. Drinking at the bar? What's this? Is this music he probably did for the show a while back? This is something. Let me see. Google, Safari, open in Safari. Yeah. What is it? Oh, it's exciting. But this isn't... This isn't him. You think it should take me all that time? I'm high, man. Back off. Back off. Yeah, well, okay. Drunken at the bar. I don't know why I, that came up, but I have some weird stuff on here, but it doesn't seem to be pulling it up. Boom, boom, boom. Lee Hooker. No. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, I guess it's that time. Right? How do you say goodbye? You know what, folks? We ne- Just remember, as we go to close, we should remember to listen to the animals. It would be good if we could talk to them, but... If I could talk to the animals, I'd just imagine it chatting with a chimp and chimpanzee. I'd have to talk to a tiger, chatting with a cheetah, but what I'd need a cheetah it would be. If we could talk to the animals and learn their languages, maybe take an animal degree. I'd study elephant and eagle, a buffalo and beagle, a alligator, guinea pig and flea. I would converse in polar bear and python. I would curse influent kangaroo. I would talk to the animals. To the I guess we could. What? Do, what else? Let's see what's next. What comes? I'm on. I'm just on YouTube. But what's next after this? You wanna? You wanna give it a listen? Hmm? Do you? No. Do you? 
No, you don't. Uh, do you? Or don't you? Mm-hmm. Do you or don't you? No, do you or don't you? That's all I'm trying to say. Do you or don't you? Right? Hmm? Nah. I know what you want. What do you want to close with? What do you want to close with? Lady, what do you want to close with, lady or sir? When I walk through that door, baby, be polite. You gonna make me so. I'm comes a time in a man's life where he must go to an old standard. But I do feel the love. Good night, everybody. Your love is lifting me high. Good night, everybody. All the way from Chicago to Hong Kong. Israel, Plymouth Meeting, Greensboro, North Carolina, Philadelphia, West Palm Beach, Indianapolis, Wilmington, Delaware, <laughs> thank you. Here comes Here Mr. Comes Rogers. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like. The way you are right now, the way down deep inside you, not the things that hide you, not your toys. They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you it's you, it's you I like.
It's you I like. Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.